One Focus Radio. Welcome to the show, it's Dyer's Daily. Keeping in the know, it's Dyer's Daily. We've got chat, we've got discussion, nice and slow. Ain't no rushing, reading emails and events. Sometimes he makes no sense. It's time to start the show, it's Dyer's Daily. He'll be there in a mo, it's Dyer's Daily. We've got plays, we've got interviews, even stuff that's in the news, local and otherwise. Come and try it on our size, it's Dyer's Daily. Hello and welcome to the Dyer's Daily podcast for Thursday the 20th of December 2018. Five days till Christmas Day, have you wrapped all your presents yet? Oh, well, um, I, I won't I won't say any more. Instead, we will play episode four of The Hudsons, uh, the Southwaves audio drama series that we've been playing all week. This is a series written, created, starring me alongside Jane Grandel, and we bring you episode four right now. The Hudson, starring Jamie Dyer and Jane Grandel, brought to you by Southwaves Audio, specializing in audio and radio production for the South Coast and beyond. Also, be sure to check our website for local events, news, reviews, and interviews. www.southwavesaudio.co.uk That's www.southwavesaudio.co.uk It's the morning after the night before, and it didn't go exactly as planned. Helen and Harry Hudson had been expecting her brother Terence and his wife Rita for dinner. They had spent two days preparing the expensive feast. Then there was a setback. We find Helen in the kitchen. I can't believe they cancelled on us, Harry. After all we went through getting there. To be fair, it was a pretty good reason. Oh, I know, and I do feel sorry for her dad being rushed into hospital. It's just a little disappointing. I know, love, but at least they rang to tell us. I can imagine that in all the rush, they may have just as easily have forgotten us. Not our Terence. He'd make sure we were informed. Well, he's done a brilliant job up until now, hasn't he? What are you talking about now? Well, we wouldn't be hearing from him if we hadn't contacted him first. Are you trying to say it's my fault? No, my dear. Just that he hasn't been the most sociable of brothers and that we were the ones prodding him to come out. He asked for dinner in the first place. He suggested dinner. You're the one that organised right away. So it is my fault? No, it's nobody's fault. It's just something that happens sometimes. All we can do is put it behind us. (sighs) Right, there you go. One porridge. Thank you, my love. I'll let it cool for a moment. Are you not eating anything? No, I'm not feeling that hungry. Well, when you do, we've got plenty of leftovers from last night. Hmm. Sorry, just stating a fact. It's okay. I am wondering if I'm being a bit harsh on the whole situation. 
How so? Well, it's not their fault that Rita's father's in the hospital, is it? No. I'm afraid you can't choose when these things happen. They just happen. Still, I suppose we can invite them another night. I shan't be doing that in a hurry. Why not? I know you hate Rita, but surely you can let things slide for a while. For the last time, I don't hate her. I just dislike her being with my brother. It's all about money. We always say that, but there must be something else. What do you mean? Well, there must be other reasons for them working so well together. I mean, I've heard he gets on with her family very well. I don't know how. I found them a bit snooty. Her dad isn't. I believe before their successful business, he did a few odd jobs in a garage. He might scrub up well, but he's absolutely filthy underneath. How do you know that? Mm, It's best you don't know those details. All I'm trying to say is, give them a break. I know. I guess they do say sometimes that a woman will marry a man just like her father. Well, that certainly happened to you. No, my father wasn't clumsy. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I guess. Uh, At least we didn't have the embarrassing situation of explaining this fracture to Terence and Rita. No, that's true. Now, are you going to start that porridge or am I going to magically get my appetite back? Right, I'm all ready to go. I've got my keys, mobile phone and passkey for work. I'll get back about half five, is that all right? Now, listen, my love, the thing for you to do now is relax. (laughs) Relax, with all the mess I've made over the last day. I made it with the intention of it being worth it. As it is, it really isn't. Maybe it is. How do you see that? Well, perhaps it's a sign that you need to make a change somewhere. Go out once in a while. Take a walk or even take up a hobby. A hobby? I haven't the time for all that. Not with all the housework I have to do. Well, why don't you skip it for the day? That's easy for you to say with one arm out of action. You go to work in the morning, come home at night and it's all sparkling clean. That doesn't happen instantly, you know. Oh, I know. I'm well aware of that. But you could at least take up some kind of activity. I hear the community centre are doing keep fit classes, Zumba and yoga. Are you saying I'm fat? No, just that I've heard it's quite a sociable activity. And you love socialising. I'd rather not at the moment. You say that now. But with the right activity and the right people, you'll be well away. And what exactly could I do? Well, what about cookery? No. Knitting? No. Cross-stitch? No. Listen, Harry, I know you're trying to help, but I don't want to go to some class. I just think it would be beneficial to you to get out there. After all, I do it and it helps me loads. The only thing you go to is that boring golf club. You're such a hypocrite. (laughs) How on earth am I a hypocrite? You didn't like Mum's country club, but you're happy to hang around in that golf club. They're not the same and you know it. Well, I haven't been, but I'm still standing by my claim. Why? Well, it's the principle of the thing. Oh dear, here we go again. Don't worry dear, I haven't the time to challenge you now. I'd better go before I'm late. See you later. (laughs) Helen, I'm home. What's cooking? It smells... Uh. Lovely. It's bleach, dear. Your dinner's still in the oven. Oh, good. How long before it's ready? About 
40 minutes. 40? How long has it been cooking? I put it on five minutes ago. And what, may I say, has delayed you from cooking my dinner? It's a bit of a pig-headed attitude. Have you been talking to Alan again? No, I haven't been talking to Alan again, my dear. I just know that you're normally so punctual. What took away your attention? Jobs. Well, I know you have housework, but what kept you? Jobs. Looking for them. Well, you could always start on my list. No, not housework or DIY jobs. Actual jobs. In the newspaper, you know. Right. And why are you looking? Because I thought about what you said, and I think you're right. I should try and get out more. I thought maybe I can get a part-time job somewhere. Keep the days fresh and busy. That's what I thought anyway. What do you think? Well... That was The Hudsons, written by and starring Jamie Dyer as Harry and Jane Grandel as Helen. The announcer was Pete Lutz. The music was by Kevin MacLeod. This program was brought to you by Southwaves Audio. And we shall be bringing you the fifth episode tomorrow. But first, thank you very much for listening to this edition of Dyer's Daily. Please remember to go to your favorite podcast provider and rate, comment, and also subscribe as well for access to the latest podcast um, from me and the show, of course. Email us, dyersdaily at southwavesaudio.co.uk. And from me, Jamie Dyer, thank you very much for listening to this episode. And I shall see you tomorrow, same time, same place. Bye-bye.